Midnight Angels, and welcome back to another charmingly insane episode of Tales of Taboo. For anyone who is new here after listening to my recent guest slots on Sheena Shea or Katie Maloney's podcast or the slot I did on The Laughing Couple, welcome! It means the world to me that you're taking the time to listen to my show, which, if I'm being honest, is a lot less kosher than theirs, despite me being a New York Jew, Um, not to mention my off-brand Fran Drescher voice. And on that note, I guess I should probably introduce myself properly. I'm sorry to those of you who have heard it a hundred times before. My name is Allie Weiss. I am a Z-list writer, on-air host, and performer born and raised in downtown Manhattan, the cultural epicenter of all things weird and wonderful. And this is probably why I've had a lifelong obsession with all people, experiences, careers, and ideas that are outside the bounds of what society considers traditionally acceptable or quote-unquote normal. This can range from topics that are objectively subculture to ones that really should not be taboo, like women's reproductive rights. And here's how it works. Usually each week, I'll put out a casting on Instagram for people who have a particular unconventional life experience. And they will then share those with me totally anonymously via voice note or written submission. But every once in a while, my own deeply strange life will lead me to meeting people either somewhat or totally in the public eye who proudly lead lives that are controversial and unusual. And I'll have them come on to the show to do a one-on-one on-the-record interview with me. So in the past... This has included high-end escort Vivian Cole. We've had bikini and sometimes nude model Anna Heron, mind reader, literal mind reader Jason Surin, and pop culture commentator and Instagram darling Evan Ross Katz. So the hope here is that by having rebels put a name and face to their stories, it will inspire those of you with stories to tell as well, but fear of societal judgment to embrace your most colorful, weirdest, wildest self. And it is really no exaggeration to say that producing Tales of Taboo and gaining your trust and listenership in the process is the honor of my life. So on that note, I am beyond stoked to introduce this week's episode. Um, Recently, I have been going back into the archives of my old podcast, Health is Hell, and re-releasing a selection of episodes with stories that I'm either really proud of or that still feel relevant. In the earliest days of Health is Hell, as those of you who have been listening for a long time will know, the show had a very sensationalist, comedic, rowdy format. And for a while, I co-hosted it with my friend Graham, who's also a native New Yorker and absolutely hilarious. And we had the time of our lives doing this, probably because we were mostly unemployed (laughs) and very slutty and often drunk in the afternoon. Um, But to be honest, even more honest than that, listening to myself from this era of my life and work Um, I think I was, what, 24, 25, it immediately makes my butthole clench. (laughs) Like, immediately my body just constipates, if that's a verb. Um, Any person who leads even a mildly exciting life is a complete idiot throughout their early and mid-20s. So in that sense, like, whatever. But 
Unfortunately, my many identity crises have been recorded and observed by 20-something thousand people at any given time. Um, I was just so like unhappy and insecure and lonely and at that point still recovering from the barstool mass internet bullying And I thought the solution was to position myself as the female Howard Stern, right? Like be so out there and loud and obnoxious and shocking that I appeared indestructible and that anything anyone had to say about me, I had already said about myself, you know? So I was desperado. I was totally desperado. Like you could smell my mania from five blocks and two avenues away. I was a pick me before there was even a phrase for it. And honestly, bless Graham. I remember during this time, I would always have some sort of manic depressive episode and then go on a trip somewhere with all the money I was saving by living with my parents and come back and endlessly tell him that like I felt the best I'd ever felt. And then the same thing would happen in two months time. Um, so like bless him for being so tolerant of that, especially since Graham is a little bit older and even at that point knew much more about life than I did. I also didn't give him enough credit. As you'll hear, for someone who is in no way, shape or form in entertainment, he was such a natural interviewer and at ease in the weird recording studio environment. I I just learned so much about myself as a person and an entertainer during this time. So it's so special to listen back to these early episodes. And Graham is married now, lives a pretty normal life in Brooklyn with his adorable and very charismatic wife. And I, well, at least I don't live with my parents anymore. You know, baby steps, people. Anyway, all of this is to say that if you've ever struggled or are currently struggling with who you are, I see you, I feel you, I am you, and you can always come and listen to these old episodes to make yourself feel better. Also, even if you don't feel it, like you are growing and changing as a person. That never stops, even as we enter the age range of being a so-called adult. Um, If you want to track your growth, consider starting a subculture podcast and getting an audience for it and just praying to God that they don't judge you for what a fucking moron you are. Anyway, the most important thing to note about this episode is not my youthful obnoxiousness, but instead our guests, Elise and Danielle. They are the identical twin duo that make up the synthwave band Mother Mary. Absolutely love them. Total icons. So hot, so talented, and genuinely really lovely people. I met Elise at one of the strangest acting gigs of my life, which literally took place in a graveyard, and you'll hear us talk about that, and we became fast friends. But before becoming burgeoning pop stars, the twins grew up Mormon in a family of 12 in Montana, and then they escaped together. So it was such an honor to have them come into the studio and tell us all the dirty details about the famously controversial religion, which they had an incredible sense of humor about somehow. Um, This is one of the funniest and most enlightening interviews I've ever done, and I hope you enjoy listening to their stories as much as I did. Real quick and friendly reminder, Tales of Taboo merch is available on my website, alleyweissworld.com slash merch. We've got super cozy sweatshirts and super campy, sexy thongs, and I recently put both of them on sale so everyone can join the fun. A lot of you asked for more affordable merch. I hear you. I listened. Let's all join the party. And now, without further ado, this is Tales of Taboo. 
we have to start with a little bit of background about how you and I even met in the first place, which was in a cemetery. And <laughs> oh being, my god, do you not remember? Okay, this? no, no, but it, I, I, of course I do. But it was just like a weird. It was such a weird way to meet someone that I know. like it's not like yeah, it was like in a different part of my brain. So we showed up to a cemetery at like what seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning, and immediately we're told that we were gonna have full zombie prosthetics put on our vampire. Faces. But it was like yeah. but it was like zombie vampire. It was yeah. like the creepiest. It was really vampire. bizarre. It was not sexy. This was vampire. for a shoot. This was for A&E Channel, had some sort of like weird reality show where yes. like significant others prank their significant others. So real. we didn't know each other and both showed up and we were like, hey, are you here to be like a vampire? And she was like, yeah, are you here to be a vampire? And I was like, yeah. And the next thing you know, we're in two hours of like heavy, horrendously ugly prosthetics. But you go through that with somebody and by the end of the day, you're like, hey, yeah. we're like That's bound. a bond. Oh, you create a bond. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. After that. After that. And then on we top of the it. Trenches together. Exactly. And like literally like in a crypt. Like we spent half the day in <laughs> oh. the crypt. So the icing yeah. on the cake to that was then her telling me, I forget how how it came up but you know we were like shooting the shit about our backgrounds whatever and she's like oh yeah I'm a musician I live in Brooklyn oh and by the way like I escaped a Mormon background and I was like wait hold on what like we are in prosthetics and we're in a crypt like rewind so the good news is is that when you eventually did tell me about it which I think was the next time we hung out we drank a lot, so I don't really remember it. Mm. And now I have you here with your sister so we can get two points of view yes. on this subject. But, like, holy shit, am I excited to talk about this. We are, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it. Like, yeah. literally all the time, I think we, we like, literally laugh. We actually, I, last night I asked her to tell me a story. <laughs> From Mormonism that I find hilariously funny. Wait, like, a, like, a bed, like a Mormon bedtime like, story? I just when I still find this laugh. shit funny yeah, because it's, it's so funny. weird. Yeah. Like, cause like we truly had a paradigm shift. Like we truly like went from believing you know the world was black and white to like realizing that it was like full spectrum color. Let's you know? let's start from the beginning, <laughs> yeah. please. So like take <laughs> yeah. us to the very beginning. So yeah, we're identical twins. We are the youngest of eleven. Oh, wait, shut up! What? And eleven. the youngest too. The so the youngest. bond was early. Yeah. yeah. So. Basically, long story short, my dad, he got married, had five kids, went through a crazy divorce, got custody of all five kids, met my mom, who was like 30, had never been married before. She's like, oh, good idea to marry a man with five kids. Yeah, crazy. all these kids. And then she's like, and I want six more. So they had six more kids, and she wanted, she had four boys in a row, and she wanted girls, and I guess they just prayed so hard hard to Jesus, they got two. So. Okay, so, and what happened to the uh, the woman that he divorced out of the picture? Carol, yeah, she, you know, she did her thing. She we, still still a member of the church and everything. No, like, actually, no, she left. No, she, she left. She I left. don't, I don't think she, yeah, I don't think she attends the, the religion No, she anymore. totally left. She doesn't believe in it yeah. anymore. Yeah, because I think, I think she had committed adultery, but also, I don't know Carol very well. Shout out to Carol. Yeah, yeah shout out Carol if you're listening. I just, like, I heard that <laughs> yeah, this is all hearsay. This is all from what I've heard from my family that apparently. All love, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, so we grew up in Montana as well. I don't think we Where in Montana? That. Missoula. Okay. So, um, that's like, uh, it's kind of a cool college little hippie town, right? college it's town. Hippie. It's like, the, so, like, yeah. luckily we weren't like super isolated. You know, like, we didn't, 
like we didn't grow up with many Mormon friends. Like most of our friends were non-religious. How, how, okay. many, how many kids in the house at the time of your? Oh, we always at least had like eight kids. Like, Where? Like, yeah. Oh my god! My parents would like take other kids in too. It was yeah, crazy. it was like, like our we house lived was... with like our niece who was older than us for many years, and like yeah. Just... Okay, so can you paint a picture? Like, was it kind of like farmish land? So you did not live within a larger. So we had an acre, then. or was it a half acre? So um, no, but... we, had, we had an acre, and so yeah, we did. We had horses, we had cows, we had pigs, but, and there was like a farm yeah. behind us. But no, we weren't like so. People like we're not when like you, ranchers. Yeah, yeah. when you yeah. talk about Mormons and th- in general, people think of like you know dressing in olden day clothes and like horse and carriage and things. Yeah, like that. yeah. and that's a little that's Amish more like style. Amish-ish. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Like, wait, is, this is like, not the people who don't use like, electricity. No, not necessarily. That's like so. I'd say the closest that is the FRLDS. So it's the fundamental reformed Latter Day Saints. Yeah. Blah yeah. blah blah. So it's like a small offsect. That yeah, does kind from of the Mormon religion, and they yeah. do still practice um, polygamy. polygamy. And okay, our okay. so that would is not be, allowed to. That but they are the allowed extremist. to in heaven. Oh wow! Wait, so, wait, hold not on. on Earth. So you, so you <laughs> die, and then once you die, you're allowed to have as many wives yes. as you yes. want. Well, but so I can't even on have. Earth, no, like, so but, but of course you're not allowed to have yeah. as many husbands as you like, want. Like, for right? example, if a guy is married and his wife dies. He can be so you're as when you're Mormon, you get sealed to someone for eternity. Whoa! And yeah. so if, if, yeah. if his wife dies, then and he marries another wife and gets sealed to her for eternity, then and he could just they could just all he could just keep killing them. They could just keep dying, and he could just marry like fifty women and do be sealed to all of them. Wives but so women they cannot do that. So so you're women a widow forever. So if you're or can you remarry? You, you can remarry for only time, for life, but yeah. not for eternity. <laughs> if you're a woman, yeah. but if you're a man. The church will allow that. Many so as you so let me ask you, yeah. on, on a scale from like zero, not extreme at all, or non-believer to non-believer to 10 being the most extreme, where did your family fall? Okay, it's so hard to say because... Yeah. Okay, so my mom is like a 10 or a 9. Oh, so she's like My really... dad was like a 7 or maybe even a 6 sometimes. I mean, we yeah. kind of were a little bit, our family was like a little bit of an outcast in our ward. We were kind of, because like all our brothers kids. were like the bad yeah. boys of the town. Okay. The wind boys were like infamous, so... It was we were kind of pushed out of the the clique. Okay, yeah. Mormon bad boy. Sorry, I have to stop you right there. Like, need some more details about okay, that. Okay, our so brothers what is, like, did Mormon, get into some trouble. What is though. like Mormon? But was this like bad by oh, Mormon no. standards or they just drinking bad. and drugging or what were they? They like they definitely you know they did drugs and they got arrested and like oh, all right. so a lot of crazy shit happened and, yeah. like out yeah. of our basement. Yeah. And, yeah. So they were non-believers so. then or. Well, it's on kind of funny. On ready to repent when they had to. Like sometimes it's it's really weird thing where like. I, and I will say I kind of understand because there was definitely moments like even as a child me being like like a you know a part of my brain would be like you don't really believe this yeah. <laughs> and, I, and then the scared like shitless part of me was like yeah don't leave you'll go to hell <laughs> forever you know yeah yeah so I don't know like I, now they don't believe but okay. yeah I think then it was kind of it like they weren't sure like, yeah like one day they'd be like you know fuck this shit and they're doing their own thing and they're sneaking out and they're doing drugs with their friends and then I remember like I had these vivid memories of like up at our lake cabin like you know my parents would have had like a I don't know some super religious talk and then my brothers would be like girls promise me Promise me you'll never leave. That's guilt creeping. Oh That's God. guilt creeping. Okay, because I can't. I'm I'm lost. Like I I've gone too far. But you girls are good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can stay. That is yeah. Crazy. Remember the pressure. Yo, that's like had. shocking. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. you're living in the house. How old are you? 
like you start you uh, when you start like think when he's saying this stuff to you, you're kind of getting that. When like the, the devil possesses head. you a little. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh God, I remember like from a young age. I mean, the the first time I ever masturbated, I was like. No, <laughs> but I like it. And so, what age is that? Um, oh God, what was that like? Like eight? eight. I remember oh, it was yeah. no, that's early. That we were masturbating, early. but yeah. actually masturbating. Like I'm not masturbating. This is something else. I'm yeah. just, yeah. just like rolling around, around your bed. And you're like, go to like, whatever. Yeah, or like you go to like wipe yourself after you pee, and then you hit something. Yeah, and you're, and like, you're like what? Yeah, that's definitely what happened to me when I was like very young, and yeah. then I was like, wait, I don't want to stop wiping my. Like <laughs> yeah, I had like. Oh my yeah, god, which leads me to a burning like question. Okay, I'm sorry yeah. that I'm getting so crazy yeah, right now, but I have it. heard that Mormons will like excuse anal because it's not proper vaginal oh, yeah. sex. I mean, like. Not like if you go to your bishop, he's not because I mean that's yeah, <laughs> bishop. I had a penis in my asshole. I feel like okay. I feel like they would they be like no about you know about anal completely. Anything. But I feel but like you do. People get crazy and they start justifying anything. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like I was justifying like I'm not masturbating. I'm like sitting on a jet ski that's rumbling. Right. Like yeah. yeah. Right. You, you got to find some peace in it when you're like going crazy yeah. and thinking yeah. about you're it. Like sorry, yeah. I think that that could happen for sure. Like I haven't so, heard yeah, of anyone it, specifically doing that. In but. college, you know, there's like all these terms like soaking and like seeing parties, seeing parties and things like that. Okay, no, all right, yeah, explain. please elaborate. Okay. Both so, of us are yeah, like, okay. seeing party? So we got, I, I went to an all Mormon school. Did you go to BYU? I went to, yeah. th- there's three campuses. I went to the one in Idaho. Okay. So like the whole justifying, because we, we right. went to the uh, oh, the yeah. soaking and everything. And oh, Okay, yeah. so qu- what that is basically is yeah. another way that Mormons dating try to justify not actually having sex. And yes, some are like, oh, but is butt's different. It's a different hole. It's okay. And whatever. <laughs> Also, what some would do is they, like, soaking is where the guy puts his penis in the vagina and they just lay there. You don't move. Yo, you don't move. Time Like, you don't out. come. You just <laughs> One lay second. naked. Yeah. And this... So, when you say soaking... Just soaking his penis, oh, like and, yeah, and this you know? would just and you do that with like your boyfriend I never, or I never did, did it, that. but it's definitely that was a, that was a common. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, just, I feel like how can that? Because once you're doing that, you're well, gonna. Well, he's in there. Sex. All you want is one. You got to do it. You know, you're moving a little bit. Apparently, it was a thing. Apparently, some people. I was like, I I don't know. To me, I'm like that was dumb. I was like. Like yeah, once I got that far, I was like, it's over. Yeah. It's you're in pounding. there. Like it's right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah we're, I'm we're sorry, but like this is. I'm not an idiot. This is sex. But apparently, I never knew anyone who admitted to this. But this was like rumors and like on those like you know anonymous like chat sites yeah, for colleges yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I never really yeah. used them. But people would tell me that there was like seeing parties where people would just go and like everyone gets naked and they don't touch each other but they just look. Very tantric. You know? That's kind of yeah. hot to me. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, like maybe back. we like, should like, have I'm a go. I honestly yeah. would attend a Mormon would, seeing party would, and get yeah. very aroused. Love that. I, like, oh, but this was a, a way to just like release some of that yes. tension. It was, it was so tense. Oh. So sexually tense on this campus that how did you even get near someone and he would get a boner. Yo. And so he would, men would hug you like with, like, and that's what I have to away. fucking say because it's like you yeah. know, like religious people and Republicans don't realize that like they're actually, 
I mean, they're making people be sexually deviant because right. they're creating, like, if you're like, don't think of an elephant, the first thing you think of is an elephant. Yeah. So uh, if I'm being told, don't think about sex all day long, all I'm thinking about is sex. Right. It's having, like, wet dreams every single night. Right, of course. <laughs> and we all want to be And then feeling guilty that I had a wet myself, dream. But yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> orgasming in the middle of the night because I'm so, like, the tension. We're so sexual sexually repressed and the sexual tension is so high. Do people make, like, Mormon-themed porn about all this? Yes. Stuff. <laughs> is this like a big topic of like yeah. fetish? Check it out, guys. Um, I had some friends that had porn, so I'd watch porn like in middle school. But then I found out that my brother had porn, and let me tell, it was like what I kind of porn was like he a watching? secret agent. Like I was so it was it was usually I always tried to find. It was so funny. It was like hiding from me. I always wanted to find the girl on girl porn because he had one. Yeah. But every time I would grab that disc and I'd put it in, and I was always so disappointed because it was always a fucking like western with like. A girl getting lifted up on the counter and like a guy eating her. I was like, "Fuck this!" I saw two women eating each other. Where's that one? I want to see that. And like, Beyond, so to yeah. clarify, you guys had a lot of guilt, but you did have access to like mainstream media. Yeah, like you did. Yes. You were surrounded yeah. by this. No, yes. no, he my, didn't have my, any security measures so, on the like, computer. And we went to a, like a public school too. My, my so parents okay. were not. We did. We saw like we saw. A lot that most Mormons would and never most, have seen. Yeah. Like young children probably shouldn't see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That way. Yeah. And so then speaking of aha yeah. moments though, like I'm okay. dying to know oh, yeah. when when did you guys finally start to think like, oh my god, like I need to leave. Like we have got to get the fuck out yeah. of here. Okay, yeah. so um so Danielle, she actually went to BYU first and I went to University of Montana. Mm-hmm. And then I really missed her and my parents were like obviously pushing me to go to BYU. So I applied and like I got a scholarship. We both got scholarships, like, you know, they they give you huge scholarships because they want you to go to this Mormon church. And so I went and, um, yeah, I did, like, a semester and I just just felt like... So at this point, like, you know, I had had sex with my, like, boyfriend in high school and I was... But I had, you know, I'd repented and I was, like, going to the bishop about it. Like, That's wild. So, you know, like, you know, the rest of my life, like, I'd always felt like I was a bad Mormon or whatever. And so I went to BYU. I was like, you know what? And I had a lot of doubts and stuff. I was like, but I'm going to really see. Like, I'm, I'm turning gonna, it around. I'm going to do it perfectly. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to do exactly what I'm supposed to do. Like I went to the bishop. I did everything he said. And I just like fell into the worst depression of my life. I felt like like we couldn't really even speak and talk about things because I, her, yeah. she was in that scenario. We couldn't be honest with each and other. And then I couldn't be time. honest with her because I had been dating... Um, so I was married. We'll get to that. But Whoa. I was waiting for you to okay. mention yeah. that. So I had been dating him for like almost a year. And can you imagine, can you guys imagine being like 19 and dating someone for that long and not having sex? No. 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 It just wouldn't he happen. Was. I mean, we did everything you could other than, you know? So yeah. like you're dry blowing humping, him. Lots of ass like eating before ass eating I, was I didn't, I didn't actually, I didn't blow him and he didn't go down what? Wait, what? until we were married. And yeah, because he oh, so this is the dude that you married. He, like, this is the dude that I did marry, but okay. also then he like fucking so much sexual energy, and we were like talking because we were like gonna maybe get engaged or something. And you just so, I can't it, describe the pressure you have. Like, yeah, from the time you're dating, imagine, people are like, yeah. when are you getting married? When are you getting married? Jesus, Everyone was like, how unhealthy. Is, I had my bishop call me in and be like, are you gonna get married to Sean soon? Like, because we've you. been dating so long. Called me in, and we had like a oh, talk. Man. So he, they're just like very much a oh, part of your oh, yes. social yes. life, the your entire society, like personal life. People telling you, they talk to you, they have, they 
they encourage roommates to watch you and to then yes. tell the bishop that they, they see you doing so something. So you have to be very mm-hmm. careful. That's why you're yeah. not telling maybe your sister or we your friends. We had a or, roommate that would wait up for us to make sure we got home before curfew. Oh, what a narc. Yeah. Yo, that is if you, crazy. If you got there two minutes like, we before We got there 12. like four minutes yeah. before 12 and she's like, you guys, I know that you're here before 12, but... You're really, what did she say? He's like, you're really on the edge, you know? You don't want to be that close to the edge. What did you say? Yeah. What would you say to her? <sighs> she was Yes, like, Diane, I'm sorry. Of, it's like Big Brother, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, if you're in 1984, you can't just, say anything Yeah, I would just like, you're just like, like, good night. Okay, yeah, have night. a good night. Well, when we yeah. start touring with this How, podcast, would, the first stop is BYU. And if they don't want us, we are literally going on that campus. And we're going to be like, hi, we're here to perform for the students. We're going to Provo, Utah. I'm stoked. Come, please. I'm so stoked. Yeah, exactly. So Sean and I, like, that was my boyfriend at the time. Dating a year. We we were dating, like, almost a year at this point. And we were, like, talking about the sex that we will have. You know, then I was like, I'm a no-butt girl. Like, exit only. You know, I was, like, so dumb. Like, now I love it. (laughs) Then I was like, no way. And he was like, he was like, well, you can do a doggy style without going up the butt. And I was like, what? And so then we reenacted it with our clothes on. No. Reenacted it. Oh, my God. We had a doggy style dry hump. And then we had sex. So once he blew his load, was he just like, I'm going to L? Basically, you guys yeah. cry afterwards. Like, I cried after I. So after you had so, sex with Sean, is that when you were like, okay, like maybe I experienced a dick he, and it's time to get out? Yeah, I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Like I, I had he knew, and like he, the reason I was dating him, like he was one of the only people that like I could talk to about the fact that I had a lot of doubts and I wasn't sure about this religion. Yeah. And so the fact that he kind of felt the same way, I was like, we latched on to each other, you know. And once that happened, yeah, I was like, oh fuck, like I, yeah, I, I maybe got to get out of here. But then he went and told the bishop. No. Because he felt so guilty. He, he had ratted. been on a mission. Yeah. He yeah, he ratted on me. Rat. But then, like, also <laughs> probably, he, I think, just wanted to get married. So, you know, poor guy, he could start fucking. What, he was, like, 22 or 23 at the time. And He so, didn't know. He didn't know who he was, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so the bishop was, like, basically, without fully coming out and saying it, basically gave me an ultimatum, like, I was on a full ride scholarship. I had finished a year of school and he was like, well, this is, it's against the honor code, you sign. And so he was like, you know, like I would have been like, I'm still like, this is all I know. This is the world I know, the paradigm I know, my friends, my family, my my community, community. professors I look up to, everyone subscribes to this that I love and care about. And I'm about, I'm like on the edge of get kicked out of school and sent home I would lose everything. I would lose my scholarship. I would lose all your credits. All my credits. Because they make them untransferable. You have, you no. have to realize. Yeah. This yeah, is it's a criminal. School. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd lose everything that I had done and be sent home, and, and, and you're not guaranteed you can come back. So your other again. option was to get married. Or he was like, you know, but you seem really repentant, and you and Sean have been dating a while. If you guys, like, work through the miracle of forgiveness and get married, like... Wow. I can look past it. Wow. Like, how old are you again? Sorry. You're 20? I was 19. 19. I got Shit. When so I was you don't 19. even know who you are. You don't know. Any, you're just listening to this old man mm-hmm. tell you. I was trusting him and he's like, yeah. for, like, we had this whole meeting where I told him, like, all the, all the things that I had done and, like, the fucking fucked up things that were done to me. It's just so crazy that I had to tell this man about this that I don't even yeah. know. He was like jerking off yeah. underneath yeah. the yeah. Dude, they or totally go and home and like, like jerk yeah. off to. They ask I you details Jesus they do not need you. to know. Yeah. See, this is yeah. egregious. Mm-hmm. Totally. Just like, in fact, there has been a petition like in the Mormon Church recently to have mm-hmm. like 
to not allow bishops to be alone with kids when they're yeah. doing oh, this thank because God. this is this no shit is ha- this, yeah. this really bad shit children. is happening yeah. in there and yeah. like yeah anyway so can it, yeah, why are you talking about sexual things with a 15 year old girl or boy with a 50 year old man yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's not okay. And so, it's like, did he pump in you? Or yeah, you know, you're like, like, did you like it? Yeah. Like, yeah. where like, did he that, touch that you? That right there, that's yeah. that's Were indication that he clearly yeah. is so like feeling savory. something. Yeah. So yeah. you decided okay. to get married for the sake of like keeping this life that you had yes. worked, hard, worked yes. hard to earn. And I couldn't tell Elise we couldn't talk about it. And so she at this point, so you don't she's getting married, and I'm like in the most depressed part of my life. I'm like. Danielle's coming home, just like crying in the shower in the middle of the night and like wandering around the streets. Like I was just like literally. I've done that too, but like I was not trapped in Mormonism. I was just pathetic. So don't worry. So I I just remember being like, I am the most unhappy I've ever been, and I can't deal with like the like huge part of me was just like I don't believe this. I don't feel this, and um, so then I was like, I just need to go. So the next closest city is Salt Lake City. So my semester off, I just. Uh, like hitched a ride to Salt Lake City and I just like moved into a place with like all no money people. where'd you find how'd you have any money I um held this <laughs> oh I I <laughs> I held a hot and ready sign for the Caesars no <laughs> on the corner she held hot and ready <laughs> Yo, good for you. Let me tell you. Yo, 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 you had the, the hustle. Holy aggressive God. comments That's that the grind. she received. Um, so then I moved into this a new place, and it was like this like fucking like eight room like mansion that was like run down and stuff, but it had like the most amazing people in it. Most of the people there were like ex Mormons, which was so yeah. good for me. We were I gonna ask yeah. if you found communities of other people who left to like help me because it's so it's so scary because you you're just like. Yourself. I have to admit that everything I've believed my entire life is a lie, and and what do I believe then? So they were and like willing I... to kind of like talk to you and listen. So at that point, big. I was just yeah. like, I didn't even know. You know, it's it's so it's like such a transition. It's like at that point, I just stopped going to church because I knew I was unhappy, and, and I was this just is your kind semester of just exploring. Off. Yeah, and I yeah. thought that maybe I'd go back. But then, as soon as it was time to go back to school, I knew I wasn't going back. And yeah. are you talking to your mom at this time? No, or your dad? I wasn't telling them. So, so did you just leave and not turn back? Yeah. He was, it yeah. was like Whoa. a Tuesday, and she was like, I'm going to move to Salt Lake. And she was gone that Friday. Danielle, back to your story. Yeah. You, you get married. So so I like get endowed and okay. sealed in the temple. And was it a party? Everybody's come. Did you come back for this party? Or Oh, yeah. I But I wasn't allowed to go to the wedding because it's in the temple. So, so once you walk away... You're just not allowed to come back. So I didn't tell anyone yet. They just thought that I we, I, I was like taking a break from got school. It. Okay. I moved to New York to like pursue yeah. my dream in like making music, and I started learning how to produce. And then I convinced Danielle to come live with me. She's still married, so she unhappily yes unhappily married. And I felt yeah. it, and I was like, I, t- I remember telling all my friends like. Yeah. If I could wish for anything, it'd be my sister to leave the church, and I was like, yeah. "I'm on it. She's gonna move here." Oh my god, baby, you prayed hard enough. I know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, my husband had got a job in in New York oh. that you know that helped us kind of move here. Within six months, I asked to like separate from my husband. I like told and, and also everyone your guys that relationship I didn't was in so me. toxic by this yeah, point. It was, yeah, his anxiety and his like depression was like. Through the roof, and he literally was like 
he wouldn't leave her alone. He wouldn't let her go to the bathroom alone. He kept wouldn't let phone in his her pocket. be alone with me. Like, oh, he's yeah, crazy. kept yeah. the f- her phone in his pocket. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it got really like intense, and I feel bad because like he obviously had issues he needed to work out, which he did. But like he was just the weight on me, and I was like, oh god, like I gotta, like I'm drowning. Danielle had and to I do everything save, for him, yeah. like fill out applications, like literally every Your single job. thing. He was like, just so reliant on you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard this story when I've talked to other girls who have uh, divorced and they have left the church. The same thing is like the men just rely so much on their partner, and it's crazy the pressure that a woman not has even just family. emotionally, but just housewives low key do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Like do. that's why, for as much yeah. as I don't quote unquote approve of that lifestyle, like housewives work so, so hard. hard. It is yeah. amazing how much baggage they're carrying really? on top of like yeah. daily activities and chores and tasks that they need to do it is the, yeah and then people the get you know mad when they're like oh i'd rather go back to work you know <laughs> that's nice yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. oh my that's why men are like yo i'm yeah. gonna sit and stay in the office a little late it's like now nah, you're chilling watching youtube because you don't want to have to deal with yeah. all shit at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. so you so finally tough. put your foot down and you were yeah, like i can't do this i just anymore. can't do this like it was the most painful thing i've because i didn't like I didn't want to hurt anyone. I just needed, I just needed to breathe. Like, yeah. I just needed. And again, you're so young. You're so just trying young. to figure it out. Just trying to figure shit out. And I was just like, I just need space. Like, I just need space and time. But it was the most, I mean, dramatic thing in the world. Like, I, I remember when I, when I told him, like, he followed me up onto the roof and literally, like, fell flat face and, like, sobbed and screamed and, like, begged to, for me not to do it. For me to, like, keep, you know? Yeah. And, like, he... Went through a lot after that, but it was like I like I, I don't know how much to even to say, but like Whatever I like want. basically needed I just need I needed him to to leave me because yeah, I, I could I not. It was like too. you know we're both drowning. I was like I want my sister back. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. And then like then I just faced like he left, and then it was like Whew. so I when I like I asked Elise like after everything was like you know it'd been a while and like I felt like I had waited long enough that you know no one would judge me and I was like Elise like I like kind of pushed her into like I'm just so curious what it would be like to date again like tinder yeah and she was like let's make a tinder I was like Uh, uh, I didn't think of that at all and like so she made a tinder and like I like when I first got on I did not understand it and I was just like oh great like you know compared to my (laughs) like having had to be married for five years I was married for five years I was like ready for some new D or or pussy too I was like I'm bi I came out to Elise and I was like I like it all like whatever so just like yes 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 Elise was like stop (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing and I was like what like you need to like I was like what do you mean I had to say that to Graham one time before he found his girlfriend don't worry we also had that conversation have some higher standards I'm like whatever like it's just meeting a new person. Elise was like, no, you're going to get like 20 matches. It's going to be overwhelming. And yeah, like it just had, it was like all of a sudden within the first few minutes, like people were matching and super liking like, me. Yo, what's up? And I just, me- I messaged them like immediately, like, hey, what's up? And Elise was like, what are you doing? Yeah, you gotta <laughs> the second you match, it was so cute. Like Daniela came like a so pure. doughy-eyed deer, you know, like, oh. and it, like a part of me was like, it was funny too, because like the react, like I asked her, I was like, the way people, will anyone ever to- like me? Like, oh would, my God, will anyone yeah. ever want to date me? <laughs> I truly oh really like, believe like, your self-esteem was so low sweet. because like religion like just tears yeah. down your self-esteem yeah. so much. And, but yeah, like, but I will say her react, like the way she interacted with people was like so amazing. Like people always, it would just always end up going well. Yeah. She would talk to strangers and it would like be really serendipitous. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I was Jesus. so, I, re- I was, I was such like, it was like 
the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt in a way. It was like I had come out of the bunker and I was like really happy and enthusiastic and just like everyone's good and it's fine. And like I was just set free. Like I had yeah. my life again, you yeah. know? But yeah, I was like, I was like too, like I was like, everyone's cool and I want to experience everything. And so we, how many dates did you, really your first date, what was that? So yeah, funny enough, really quickly, date, that's yeah. how Allie and I met. We met on, on Tinder. Tinder. Oh my God, I've met some of my best friends on Tinder. Yeah, 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 in the very beginning. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and we actually met on Tinder in the midst of like a very dark time for both of us in like different ways. Like I was just serial dating for like emotional void filling and I was just like, oh my God, I need new people, new experiences. And you, how would you describe how you were behaving? He really, liked sex at that time drug yeah. and drinking just, like, really I liked, quit my job I had a lot of money in my pocket so I was just sure. dating and having was a good just time like, yeah so so yeah. tinder is like god bless yeah. right it's, thank you Jesus for tinder good. exactly yeah. and thank it doesn't always Jesus. have to be like no I definitely made friends yeah your girlfriend sexual experience it could just be like you your home so one of my we best friends I met it was like the second date that I had ever went on Tinder. It's funny, his name was Sean. I was like, I can't go out with a guy named Sean. Like, that was my husband's yeah, name. So weird. But he's, you just said he's your still... husband's name. This is the first time you said it. Anyways, okay. oh no, I had said it. I said it earlier. But yeah, like, we're still friends. But the first date, really funny. I was like, I didn't know, like, the world, like, what the world did. I just, like, heard from Mormons, like, what people in the world did. So I was like, oh yeah, like, you go on a Tinder date and, like, of course you fuck. Like, I just thought it was, like, a given that you fuck. So the first one And I was very excited. Yes. Uh. That guy, let me tell you, did I ever fuck him? I was like, let's go home. Like, we, like, went to, like, one bar, and I was like, I'm ready to go home. And he's like, And he oh. was like, oh, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he was, like, trying to play it cool. He's like, cool, like, do you want to, like, we could go to you? And I was like, no, I'm good to go home. And he's like, do you want to come to mine? I was like, great, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's like, went straight to his, and I was like, this is the second person I've ever slept with. And I was like, you know, me and my husband, we experimented a lot. We were like, we yeah. tried to be like, you know, on it or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, cause I, I'm a very sexual person. I knew I yeah, always ditto. was. And like every, I, everyone in this room, I think. Yeah, and I, was, yeah. I was like down for it. And so I was like, but I was so nervous. So I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to impress him. I'm going to like, I don't want him to know that like I was Mormon and yeah. I don't know anything about sex. Mm-hmm. And so I just went buck wild. <laughs> and this guy after was like, like, who are you? He was like, um, like, he was like, so. I hope he showed up like, too. So, you got what you wanted. Like, what's your story? Oh, totally. Like, like we had a, we had a great time. And Sick. like, I told him, I was like, yeah, so like, I don't know if this is weird, but like, you're the second person I've ever slept with. Don't worry. I just got divorced and I like, don't want what? to like Yo. attach myself to anyone. So like, I just needed to like fuck someone else and like have a good time. And he was like, I just got divorced. And oh. so we had this no. amazing conversation, like stayed up like till like two in the morning Sick talking night. about our divorces. Yeah, that's awesome. And just like reminiscing over it. And he was great. And then he was like, after that, I was like, can we just be friends? And we were, and we met up at the bar and we like, he helped me talk about how he got his divorce finished and like all these things. Okay, I need to make a controversial statement. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry we're both. But no. I just, I, I really need to say this. Like, right, I am atheist to my core. Yeah. But yeah. like, if a god or some godly force exists, that's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. That you met a dude named Sean, and you yeah. you fucked your way to being liberated. He was breaking and he that's... also got divorced. Like, if there is such a thing as like a higher power, yo, like yeah. that dude. Is and I will say, you know, there is. Okay, so like, I mean, the fact that we're on this planet, like. There's gotta be something else out there. Alone. Right? I, I'm just saying, like, for, for I, I feel like Danielle and I were yeah. maybe on the same page with this. I feel like, like, literally the just the idea that I mean, the universe 
everything is God to me. Like, I'm yeah. like, we are all you're God, God, I'm God, like, yeah. this table's God, like, it was just, like, we're all made up of the same molecules, like, if you go down to the base of it, and, yeah. like, just the fact that it's, like, moving and continuing, and it's, like, going in a direction, like, that is Like, we are the Big Bang, like, need... what created that energy has then created us and continues to... And there to... were also yeah. millions of other galaxies yeah. and millions of other planets within those galaxies, so it's sure definitely not the center of it, you know, yeah. it's not like God is oh, a we're human, not? that's no. stupid, Wait, you know, I'm not it's the not center true. of the right. world. Dude in the sky. Wait, what do you like, mean I'm not the center like, of the world? I just think, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if people need God to feel like there's meaning in life, then you know, like, then just realize that like you are God and like everything's God. You know, yeah, just, like, I the feel fact you. that like we're here and we're existing. Like there's there's this serendipitous moments. You know, these it's beautiful true. moments. Like the, right now. The, 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 yeah, that you should you should cherish and you should realize like those things. Like yeah, like it, it doesn't mean that I have to believe in a in a Jesus again. Like who, by the way had a foot fetish. Can I just say this? I've always been wanting to say this. Just Jesus pissing all those feet. Jesus had a foot fetish? Jesus had a foot fetish when he's always washing the feet, you know? It's like, when you're good, he's like washing their feet. Oh See, God. I don't even know this. I'm like, right, me either. Crazy. Yo. Like, I want to comb through the Bible again and find all the freaky shit. They all washed feet. But, so they yes, all have foot fetishes. They, they were also fetishes. having orgies in ancient times. They yes. loved orgies. Yes. They were like jizzing on each other's heads. The Greeks, the fucking they loved that shit. They were all bisexual. Like, they knew how to live. Bless them. The right way. I agree. And so you yeah, what about dating you, simultaneously? What What's up with you? Did you go nutty? Um, you had okay, a little so bit more like, experience. So like I like, was just like, you know, trying to like get over like the fear of sex and like that guilt. And I did. And then New York um, did Tinder as well. Mm-hmm. I like, I dated a guy for a couple years and then that ended. And then now I'm in an open relationship with um, my best fucking friend. That's dope. And we make music Hi. together. Hi. And it's like, so, we're so happy. It's it's mm-hmm. almost gonna be like three years and we're just like, it's great. Oh, I'm moist. Yes. I'm so great. So I would love to just kind of get a sense of like how all of this experience that we just talked about for the past hour has filtered into your guys's art. And both of you are sitting here aggressively nodding, which makes me think that, yeah, you've got something directly. to say. Dude, no, we're so excited. We love this project. But um, yeah, like, uh, so, you know, like I said before, like I went through a really angry phase and make music was such a nice way to translate that mm-hmm. to everyone. And I'm not as much in the angry phase anymore, but I like I still like this is so much a part of me, even part of my language, part of the way I write everything. And I'm like, this is a story that I want to tell. You know, I want to. So Mother Mary's essentially it started off being like a really sacrilegious you know, band name, and I wanted to make, like, synth-wavy art pop shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but then I was like, this is great, because I kind of want to rewrite the story of Mother Mary. Mother Mary, you know, Mary is, like, the holiest woman in Christianity, and she's literally, it, it, for her to exist is impossible. She gave birth to a god, and she's a virgin, which is impossible. Yeah. And women, we're held up to impossible standards all the time. Yeah. Like, we're a slut, or we're a prude, or we're, like, too bitchy, or we're too soft. We it's talk like, about this every time we record a podcast, and yeah. it's this weird complex where it's, like, you're either a wife or a whore. Yeah. There's, like, nothing it's in the, between. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, or the re- angel in the house. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, no... I want to, like, reclaim holiness for women because there's not a lot of religions that, like, really deem women as, like, holy sacred beings, you know, in my sense of the word. No matter what they do. Like, you can be sexual and still be, like, holy. And, you know, and we're not meaning in a way that fucking religions mean yeah, holy, but in, in, a, in a more universal, powerful, powerful way. Elevated. Elevated. You know? Elevated. That, like, that we are, yeah, that we are important, that we are special, that we are, you know, like, in the same way that, fuck, like, 
fucking all of us are as humans. Like we said, we're all gods, but it's just like women have been, and especially in Mormonism, we're second. You yeah. are just to have children and to nurture. That is your role. And there's and no individuality, like, it feels, it seems mm-hmm. like, based on what you're saying. Like everybody's no. very much the same. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, no, I, yeah, I'm unique. I'm special. I can be a complex woman. I can be both. And this like, is all femidentifying di- people. Yeah, fem identi- yeah femidentifying yeah. people. Everyone who feels this way, you can both be sexual and sexy and aggressive and powerful and you can on the other hand be empathetic and emotional and forgiving and a good listener and kind and whatever you associate with like the typical femme thing but you you can be all of it like we can we it doesn't have to fit in this stupid cliche idea. And what's honestly kind of amazing is that the imagery that you guys have settled on for your songs, which is very pink and glittery and like 70s inspired from what I can see. It's like 80s, 70s. It's amazing. (laughs) And you encapsulate all of this so well because you watch it and it's distinctly feminine and it's distinctly all of these traits that you associate with women but it's like you guys also look fucking hot and you're like rolling around in like you know water yeah. and glitter yeah, and just like, like em- embracing your bodies yes. and you're peacocking yeah, a little yeah. bit but mm-hmm. it's it really is remarkable how I'm sitting here and I'm just like nodding my head listening to everything you're saying and I'm like wow y'all nailed that you nailed it Thank because you, I wouldn't even have to hear you say all this to know that that was the goal. And then you read your like little bio on your website and it was like, yeah, we escaped Mormonism in Montana and we're all about fighting the patriarchy. And I'm like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my merch? <laughs> I know we need to come Coming up with merch. Soon. <laughs> yeah. We want like, we want like a really super high rise thin thong yep. with like some, maybe Ooh, some, we never talked about like the secret Mormon temple stuff. Oh yeah. Secret Mormon temple That's stuff. usually like a question Oh like my god, well, I, can we about. save it and make people yeah. pay for it for yeah. the Patreon? Because yeah. we inevitably yeah. have to have a Patreon, and I yeah. feel like that's the kind of thing Let that I would want to make people pay Part for. Two. Yeah, guys, Part if two. you guys want to hear the secret stuff secret that happens stuff in the, the temple, temple. <laughs> that no one's allowed to tell, and that you're basically threatened during the ceremony of death. Like, and I just did it. Not watching the I just did like a cutthroat symbol. They literally used to do that. Death. If you tell anyone, I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna risk my life and tell you guys. Oh, your soul. What All for nine ninety nine a All month. For <laughs> <laughs> Once again, my degenerate angels. My name is Allie Weiss, and this has been another illustrious episode of Tales of Taboo. If you find yourself with a spare 30 seconds, which, if we're being honest, is less than the amount of time the CDC recommends washing your hands for, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and a review on Spotify and iTunes. This is not a popularity contest, honestly. It's to help more new people discover my show so that I have a wider range of people to cast from when putting together future anonymous audience source uh, confession episodes. So have a heart. Take a moment to consider doing that. I'm really looking forward to seeing and hearing from you all next week. And until then, be good.